0: Hello, and welcome to the Missing Link for SLP's podcast. I'm glad you're here. Remember what it was like back in graduate school, or maybe you still are in grad school. Today's episode is part of the CSD Graduate Students Journey series. In this series, I talk to students who are either in school or fresh into their clinical fellowship year. We talk and cover real subjects like how to get into graduate school, how to find and prepare for a medical internship, thoughts on teletherapy from a student's perspective, and lots more. Get ready for some real conversations with SLP students who are at the very beginning of their careers. So Miss Bailey Jackson, you have been Hi, how are you? I am good. You've been on this podcast twice before. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us once was, tell us when, where were you in your journey?
1: Yeah, once was, I want to say right before, like right at the end of being in school for grad school. And then before I like went out on my internship and we talked about, right, is that right? I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. So we talked about grad school and that whole experience and then um, I was on again not too long ago after I had just started my first internship I want to say so I had just kind of gotten in the groove of things there and you finished that finished that yep where are you now I just finished my second internship last week so this is kind of my first week of I don't know I've been just hanging out I guess (laughs) Oh, grad school. Classes are done. Classes are done. We had our graduation, um, was that last week too? No, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Oh. Um, and yeah, so things are fine, Like kind of actually coming to an end, which is crazy. To an end and new beginnings. And new beginnings, that is for sure.
0: So you're excited. Tell us some of your thoughts. You've just graduated what do you think now looking back at the whole grad school everything?
1: Looking back, I feel like, okay, one, it's gone by so fast. Like I can't even believe that like I went to grad school for 2 years and I'm going to be like on my own now. That's just crazy to me. But um honestly, it was one of like the best experiences that I feel like I've ever had because just being surrounded by like so many people who love what you love and like that you get to learn from. And I love that. I feel like I said that in one of my other episodes, that, like I love school. <laughs> I feel like some people might be like, oh, she's a nerd, but it's true. Like I truly love to go to school and learn and going into internships was so fun because it was finally like what we had kind of been waiting for to be like in it. And like all of our you know, we had, like, a few clients here or there, but nothing really compares to, like, being in it all day and doing it with, like, doing the real thing. So it was just so much fun, and, like, it was so cool to just look back and be like, wow, I've grown so much, like, not only as a clinician, but as kind of a person, too, and, like, my confidence and realizing that, like, I have learned so much and, like, can do this by myself. <laughs> what were some of your biggest...
0: um I don't want to say fears because that's such a negative term, but what were some of your biggest challenges when you first started graduate school? What did you think were going to be your challenges? And then what were your challenges?
1: I think I was scared to do the hands-on, like actually with a real client sitting in front of me, a real person with like real life, problems, like someone who's like deficits that they're coming to see you for, like impact their life way beyond just like their deficits of not being able to, you know, make friends or I don't know, have conversations with people if they're an adult, things like that. So that was definitely what scared me the most because I had, I feel like the school part is something that you've been doing for a long time. So you just kind of, it's obviously more challenging and the classwork is harder and more intense, but you just kind of like rise to that challenge because you know what that looks like but definitely the working with clients was what scared me the most and I truly do think that ended up being like my biggest challenge because there's just so much to learn when there's a real person sitting right in front of you and you there's lots of things you can't plan for in those moments so being able to think on your feet and Also just connect with them and remember that like they're a human too and know that you're a student who's trying to learn. So it ended up not being as scary as I thought, but I was pretty scared the first time that I went and worked with a real client in grad school.
0: What is some words of advice
1: for the students still in grad school that you would like to give somebody? I'd say just give yourself some grace. I remember just being so hard on myself and being like, that wasn't perfect or that, didn't go how I wanted it to go but truly I just think give yourself some grace because one you like you are a student you're not supposed to be perfect and the clients that you're seeing in grad school know that and so lean on the people who are there to help you like your supervisors I feel like I remember coming up to you and being like well that wasn't good (laughs) and we would just kind of laugh about it and talk about how we can make it better next time and I just think you know, taking them as, seeing them as learning experiences versus, oh, that, like, I failed at that one or that wasn't good. is really, like, the only way to do it. Otherwise, you'll just, you take the fun out
0: of it. Mm-hmm. So. You gotta have fun. You have to be enjoying what you do. For sure. Well, I gotta take that back. I don't always enjoy what I do, and I don't always have fun, but I do always learn.
1: Yeah, and I feel like there's just, like, you're right. It doesn't always have to be fun, but it, I feel like your perspective always has to be kind of, like a positive perspective. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So your internships, any words of wisdom there?
1: Um, I feel kind of similar about those, but I also want to add like be yourself, which sounds kind of cheesy, but I, my supervisors, I got so lucky because they were both so awesome and just so kind. And I went in there and was like totally myself. And that was I feel like the same, like I was in grad school where I was like, Oh, well that wasn't good. And we kind of just laugh about it and move on. But like they too know that you're a student and they're here to help you too. I think I was, when I first walked into both of them, I was like, Oh, I really want to do good. And like, show them that I'm ready to do this. And like, I don't know if impress is the right word, but like make them proud kind of, I guess, and just show that like I was capable, but nothing really prepares you for a whole new set of clients seeing clients back to back all day like that's still something we had never done in grad school so um just being like there's going to be many not perfect sessions and just like you know being open and being like I don't feel confident about this like I need more support when it comes to working with clients like this or like Another thing that my supervisors and I did, because I feel like this is kind of more because of I am who I am, but they would totally be like, okay, I'm going to challenge you today. Like I want you to do this tougher client, like all by yourself and kind of push me outside my comfort zone and just being able to like accept those challenges and being like, okay, I'm just going to go for it because I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Like they're going to be right there to help me if I need it, but might as well try.
0: (laughs) So we've taken you through graduate school and through your internships. Let's take you to the day of graduation. Tell us what that was like getting ready and then walking across the stage and getting hooded.
1: Yeah, that was pretty fun just because like the whole last year of grad school has been obviously different with COVID Mm -hmm. and stuff. So we hadn't really all been together and hadn't really been able to like be with our professors and our like cohort as much as obviously we would have liked and then we all went out on internships so we hadn't seen each other in a really long time so that was just really cool to be all together again and like to all have been like we made it not only through grad school but like through grad school during a pandemic and like that wasn't easy and I feel like the pandemic actually made like our cohort even closer than we were because we stayed super close throughout being online and that was just that was just so cool to me because we were just there to support each other because we knew it was hard to go to school but also it was hard in real life too with like our families and stuff so it was cool to all be together and be like we did it and then it was so great to see all the professors and see the people who have like been the biggest supports throughout the whole journey and then I did my undergrad with a lot of those professors too so I feel like they've really seen like me come in as like scared little Bailey on as a freshman in college and then leaving six years later. So it was just really cool and special. And like all of our families were there and yeah, it was just awesome.
0: What do you think the future holds for
1: you? So I actually am hired. I have a job, which is really crazy to think about. Um, So I'll be working in a school in the fall. So that's where I'm going to start for sure. And I'm really excited about it because it actually ended up being the place where I, um, did my second internship, they added a SLP position. So I feel really lucky because now I already have like a feel for the kids and the teachers and my supervisor is going to be now like my coworker. And to already have those relationships and connections with the kids makes me feel like the transition going in and being on my own will be much easier than it would be if I was just walking into a new school district with all new people. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and to already know the kids, like I already missed them, but it's like, I'll see you when you're a fourth grader, like how exciting is that going to be? And yeah, so it was just cool. Cause they were excited too. So it made me feel pretty special. That's pretty neat. That's, it's just going to dump you right on in. Yeah, no, it worked out so good. I feel like I said, so lucky that that worked out the way it did. Did you apply for other positions as well? Or I actually you- did so- it. So this position was like posted super duper early and it was before I actually even got into my second internship and I saw that they posted it. And so I applied and then got it and just kind of was like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. So I actually never ended up having to apply for any other positions. Wow. Yeah. So it was a quick and fast process.
0: (laughs) For anybody who does not go through that process, any words of advice?
1: I'd say don't get down on yourself because like I was nervous that like because I knew there was obviously other applicants for the job that I was applying for but like especially with this position too like I just feel like that was kind of meant to be for me and I feel like if it wasn't then I wouldn't have gotten it but for other people I feel like don't it down because like what's meant to be will be and where you're supposed to be and like the people you're supposed to help will like that will happen when it's supposed to happen and where it's supposed to happen I just like it sounds cheesy I feel like but I just truly believe that everyone lands where they're supposed to land whether it's the best time of your life and you love it so much or if it's not the best time and you learn a lot um yeah what's meant to be will be I guess
0: so you start fall of 2021 Yep. That's going to be your clinical fellow start time. Yep. Nine months later, you're going to
1: end. Yep. That's so crazy. And I'm sure it's going to fly by, which is also crazy.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it will.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it will. And you've already met your supervisor. Yep. So, yeah, that'll be very nice just because we, I feel like we already have the like open relationship of I need like me being like, I need help. (laughs) Like, please help me. Like we already have that. And she's so awesome. And she has been like so great throughout my internship in the same way of like being like, this is a safe place. It's okay to not be perfect. Like the kids don't expect you to be perfect. They're not perfect. Um, But then also being like, Hey, you need to go try this by yourself. Like you can do it. And I want you to like, go try. So how did you know
0: this was the position for you? Because you didn't apply for others. No, I didn't.
1: I just felt like, so, okay. So there's kind of a backstory to this. (laughs) Do you want the backstory? (laughs) So um, I actually had kind of a hard time finding my two internships um, because of COVID. It was just hard. Like I was trying to figure out where I was going to live and schools weren't super open to having us because it wasn't, we were kind of asking to be there in the time where COVID was spiking again. And, I remember that. Yeah. So I found my first internship and was in my first internship, but I didn't have a second one lined up. So that was kind of scary because I think I was like halfway through my first one and still hadn't found someone who would want to take me for the second one. And so, or maybe not halfway through, but within my first internship. And so um, my supervisor was like, why don't you email one of the, like one of these SLPs. And so I kind of picked one of them from the list and emailed her and she, um, had never had a student before and decided to take me because she has a 13 year old lab who is like her, her baby named Bailey. And so (laughs) she was like, I I didn't know that. And so she was like, Yes, I'd be more than happy to take you. So that was super exciting. And I like felt so relieved when I um, like had that because I was like, Okay, I'm set. Like, I'm going to get my hours. Like, that's what I was really worried about at that point. And then, so before I even got there, like, I hadn't met her yet. They posted the job. And this is a small detail, but they posted it on my birthday. (laughs) And wow. yeah. And so I saw it on there and I was like, I'm going to apply. Like, that'd be pretty crazy if the place I'm going to do my internship, but I haven't even gotten there yet. If I end up, you know, applying and interviewing and then get it and then get to do my internship there, like that would be super cool. And um, so then the first day I met her was at my interview <laughs> my, and I was like, see you in a few weeks <laughs> at the end of my interview. And so like, I didn't like, I was like, okay, if I don't get it, I'm obviously going to walk into my, Internship and be like, like, what can I do better? What can I learn about, you know, just the interview process and all of those things, and then just keep going. But and then they were like, we want to hire you, and so it just. And then when I got there, she was like, so I picked you to be my student because I have this 13-year-old dog um, named Bailey, and so it just felt like it was meant to be. And I was like, that's really cool. And then. I also have a 13-year-old, well, had a 13-year-old dog who ended up passing away in my first few days with Brenna or my supervisor. And so it was just this like very full circle, cool, I don't know. It just felt like it was meant to be.
0: (laughs) Good, good. What do you think is going to be your favorite thing
1: about this job? I think, so this, so I'm actually working with a really large age range of kids. Um, so I'm going to end up seeing probably kids who K through 12, it's a smaller school district that I'll be in. And I think that will end up being my favorite part of it. I really liked it in my internship because my first internship was just with, um, early childhood. So just preschool and kindergarten. So seeing those older kids was a big like change for me just because they look completely different than a little preschooler. So Mm -hmm. I think the like blend and mix of, you know, having the little kids because I truly do love the little kids, but also being able to work with some of the high schoolers will be really fun. That will be nice. Yeah. Kind of keep things, you know, changing all the time. And the big kids have a special spot in my heart now, just because we talk about like really real things. And I feel like I'm also not that far out of some of the things that they are going through of like applying for jobs. Like I just did that and like trying to figure out, just like life kind of going forward. And so, yeah, I really like that.
0: So the job kind of fell in your lap. Yeah. When You applied for it. I know you only applied for the one job, but what was that like? And can
1: you walk us through all of that? So they like posted it online and gave the requirements of the stuff that um, I needed to turn in. So luckily I had already kind of gone through my resume because I try, I was trying to, turn my stuff in quickly because it was like open tel- or um, like open tell filled was the, what it said on there. Um, so my resume was already pretty like ready to go. So I had that and then I needed three letters of recommendation. So I reached out to people to write those for me and they sent those in quickly. And then, um, I had needed like a cover letter, so I had all that stuff, and I turned that in, and then once I had submitted all that, they asked me to come in for an interview, and luckily I got to go in in person for that, which was I thought was pretty cool because, I don't know, I just think being in the room with the people is I like that a lot better, even though we were wearing masks and I couldn't see their faces. But um, so then I interviewed with the superintendent, the school's principal, and then the two current SLPs. And then they called me a few days later and were like, "Do you want? We want to hire you?" And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> absolutely." Yeah. What good questions did they ask? So they asked me questions like I was like pretty aware that they were going to ask me them, but also ones that I was like, oh, wow, I hadn't even, like, I didn't know you were going to ask me that. But mostly, like, they asked me basically all questions directly late, related to the field of, like, um, like, well, how do you go about talking with parents or team, member, team like, uh, members? Like, what is your, like, philosophy behind communicating with them? And then they asked me, like, what like they asked me like, how do you decide about like treatments for certain kids? And um, what do you do with like behaviors when kids are like, have some behavior? So questions that I might didn't even like necessarily prepare for, because I feel like you can't always prepare for all of them, but that I actually kind of felt like I was ready to answer just because I had been in my first internship and had like been able to deal with behaviors in person and watch my supervisor, like navigate talking to parents and other team members. So um, my internship was very helpful for the interview process. My first one.
0: Was there a question that you felt you didn't answer very well and had to recover from? And how did you recover from that?
1: Um, let me think that? Well, they asked me, this is so dumb. They asked me to tell them about myself. And I was like, not ready for that one. Cause my head was like spinning of so many things of like, you know, past that. And they were like, tell us about yourself. And I was like, uh, <laughs> that, that was just, you know, typical me. Like that is such a Bailey move. But, um, let me think, they asked me some kind of like, nitty gritty ones about like treatment with like our tick and phono and like how I would do things differently for kids and like what if I like if they were presenting with characteristics of both and I just hadn't really thought deeply about that question and so I like paused and was kind of like um which probably wasn't my best move but then I just kind of went with what I like what my and then I just like so I went with what I thought and for a lot of the questions but then I was like and honestly if I didn't know I would ask for help I feel like being open and admitting like that you don't know everything and that like you're open to asking for help from people who have been doing it a lot longer than you I feel like that like maybe looks good in an interview especially as a new grad to just be like I'm gonna ask for help because I know I'm gonna need it like there's no way you can walk in and not need help and so that's kind of how I went about some of those trickier questions. I've supervised clinical fellows before, and it's always
0: been tricky when they come in super strong and they're like, Yep, I, I won't need any help. Everything's just fine. Yeah. And then I find out later that they really didn't know everything um, that they had portrayed that they did. Right. But then there were some problems. And so it's always best to go in just authentic, transparent, saying, yes, this is what I know. This is what I don't know. And I will be sure to ask for help.
1: Yeah. Cause yeah, I totally agree. I just feel like there's no way that you can come out of school and know everything. So it's okay not to know. Right. Exactly. I feel like one of our professors would always say like, know what you know and know what you don't know. And I feel like I've always remembered that because yeah, it's just, and there's like beauty in not knowing everything. Like I just love that about our field that like we'll always be learning and stuff. So, yeah, I totally agree.
0: What's going to be the favorite favorite your favorite part of your clinical fellow? Do you think?
1: Um, I feel like I okay. So I think I will love being on my own. Like I think that would be a very cool. Because I've just like, we've never had that, like, where it's like been all on us, like, all the pay- like, no one being like, oh, we have this IEP, do like, we got to make sure we do it, like, taking care of all of those things and like being on my own. I think that will like be a super cool challenge that I'll end up loving. Um, but then I think I'm gonna love also being part of a team. Um, I feel like I've always been a part of a team, just like growing up playing sports, and then like, I feel like our cohort was kind of a team, and I love that. Like, I love having teammates and people to like work and collaborate with. So being a part of a team with people that I kind of already know and have relationships with, I think that will end up being something that I really, really love.
0: If you could go back and tell your professors one thing, what would it be?
1: My um, professor's one thing. Hmm. Thank you, because like they just I feel like they some of the stuff that they do for us gets overlooked or maybe taken for granted because it's their job. But like you guys and everybody at like you and everyone else ha- does so much for us to help us believe in ourselves. Like I feel like that's something you and I always talked about was like, Bailey, you can do it like you can do it. And just hearing that from someone who like you look up to and care about means so much. So I feel like thank you would be the first thing. Um, that's a really hard question. I don't, I just feel like grad school did exactly what I needed it to do with how they prepared us with. And I guess one thing that like, that they instilled in me and the rest of us, I hope is that like, we're not going to be perfect. I feel Mm -hmm. like that was like hearing them say that people who have been in the profession for so long and being like, things are like, like having them tell kind of like stories of, well, this is what happened to me and it didn't go well and like them being human makes it feel a lot more okay that like mistakes happen to us because yeah that would always make me be like okay they've been doing this for a long time and it happens to them like then I guess it's okay For
0: May middle of May now towards the end of May when is your praxis scheduled June 11th right
1: good luck with that are you studying yes I have been studying and I kind of just like people have said that it helps to be done with internships and like to take it. So I kind of set it kind of close to the end. And so I have a little bit more time to just study and not be doing both. And so, yeah, I'm just going to kind of go for it. Anything special you're doing to study? I have uh, like the practice book um, with practice tests. So that's kind of what I've been Working off of, I'm going to do the practice. I haven't done the practice test yet. I'm going to wait till a little bit closer now that I'm done with internships to kind mm-hmm. of keep doing those. But I've kind of just been making my way through the book and, and there's some like, oh yeah, I totally know that. And then there's stuff where I'm like, hmm, I should really look more into that. So I'm just going to keep going. Making your way through. Yeah, working my way through the book.
0: So will you come back on at the end of your clinical fellow? Basically?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bailey, take four. Take four. Yes, I love it. So last question. Okay. What words of advice would you give that others might not agree with?
1: Hmm, like that others might not agree with. Um. Okay, so I don't know if people would agree with this or not. But I feel like being, I don't know how to word this right. Like I said, like be yourself, but like be your like honest, true, like raw self. And sometimes I feel like that shows like the not as cool and like maybe professional parts of you. Uh, Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You know, like the raw parts that are like you being a true human and like not being perfect. And I just feel like that makes you human and like relatable. And I just think it makes you relatable to the kids and the professionals, like being your goofy kind of self. Like, I don't know, that's like in my school, I feel like the second one, like I just have been like kind of a goofball. Like I was the other day, I was holding baby chickens in preschool and like just totally being like a total kid still basically. But I just feel like it just makes you so real and some people are like want you to walk in there so professional and you know always saying and doing the right thing but I just don't think that's super realistic and doesn't make you as human and relatable so that's kind of what I vote is you like don't always have to be like the most perfect professional person when you're with your team and. I mean, obviously don't walk in there and be a total goon when you meet your supervisor for the first time. But like, as you build that relationship, I feel like coming out of your shell and being yourself is really important.
0: Because then you build that rapport.
1: Yeah, like I just, yeah, I totally support that. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, my supervisor and I, by the end of my weeks there, I mean, we were like belly laughing at me <laughs> because like I would, we were just doing silly stuff and it just it makes it way more enjoyable and it's just fun yeah
0: well you sound happy you sound great you sound (laughs) ready for the future thanks the best of luck thank you i hope today's conversation has created some aha moments for you and motivated you to become a better slp continuing to connect some of those missing links between what you know and how to use that knowledge. Thank you for downloading the missing link for SLPs podcast and if you enjoyed the show I'd love you to subscribe, rate it and leave a short review. Also please share an episode with a friend. Together we can raise awareness and help more SLPs find and connect those missing links and get the information needed to help them feel confident in their patient care every step of the way. Follow me on Instagram and join the Fresh SLP community on Facebook. Show notes are always available, so come learn more at freshslp.com. Let's make those connections. You got this.